During our time with our Y leaders, we are going to learn how to get more connected to our peers, to training, and networking. So we are each going to take a few minutes to talk about who we are, what we do for the Y, uh, and what program area we represent. First will be Jill, representing uh, Employee Resource Group. Um, my name is Jessica. Jessica. You're good. <laughs> so, hi, I'm Jessica Rojas. I work for the YMCA of the USA in our diversity, inclusion, and global. And I've had the honor of working for the Y for the past 10 years. The past three years at the national office, but prior to that, I worked for the Y in Seattle. And I get the honor of helping to support YMCAs in advancing equity and inclusion work into all of their operations. But in particular, I support our six national employee resource groups which are groups, if you're not aware, um, that represent different underrepresented communities that the Y serves both in our membership base, but also um, in our staff and volunteers. So these groups are made up of volunteers from across the Y movement that help to support um, the diff different underrepresented communities. So we have an African-American resource network, Asian Pacific Islander leadership network, emerging leaders resource network, our LGBTQRN resource network, our Hispanic Latino leadership network, and our women's leadership. Now, each of these groups do vastly different things, um, but they all specifically are aimed to serve staff and volunteers and are open to everyone to learn about how to become a better ally to the different communities they represent, but also to provide resources to you as staff and volunteers to grow and develop in that particular area and to better serve those communities. Now, as a staff that used to be um, a part of the YMCA of Greater Seattle, I used to also be very highly involved in our local employee resource groups in the YMCA of Greater Seattle. Um, I actually went to a national conference. I went to what's called our National EMILY, which stands for the Emerging Multicultural Leadership Experience. Um, I think it was back in 20, oh gosh, 20 like 12. Um, and after that experience, I felt so connected and I had this opportunity to connect with Y leaders from across the Y movement. And I was so inspired and excited and I wanted to continue that connection that I had experienced. And something that I learned about at that conference was our employee resource group. There was an opportunity to be able to start those locally. We didn't have a Hispanic Latino leadership network at the time. And so I came back and I worked with my association leadership and connected with staff that also identified as Hispanic and Latino and created a local ERG. Now, oftentimes I say, um, in my Y career, there's been plenty of times where you feel stretched thin, where you feel like there's too much going on. But oftentimes I say the reason I stayed with the Y movement, what inspired me to continue was my connection through my local ERG. The relationships that I made and the mentorship that I gained within that, um, that created it. So I'm here to help support, um, not just from our national ERG side, but ensuring that we can help to support you in getting involved in your local efforts, in addition to maybe starting someone of your own. Great. And we also have uh, representing YPN peer communities, Jill. And I'm the real Jill. The real Jill. <laughs> yes. I'm the real Jill. Uh, good afternoon, my name is Jill Dorner. I'm the Senior Vice President of Operations for YMC Metropolitan Chicago, and I also serve as the YPN Chapter Leader for 45, which is the state of Illinois. Um, I thought I would start with a personal story as to even what YPN is and why I even got involved. And um, I've worked for YMC Metropolitan Chicago for 22 years, and for many years thought the YMCA was just YMC Metropolitan Chicago. And lo and behold, uh, a friend of mine, a colleague, introduced me to then at that point in time, AYP. 
um, and um, had no idea that the YMCA was so vast, so large, and there were so many different ways to get connected and so many other ways that people like me were doing things differently and the same. And so YPM became my connection to learn more about the movement as a whole, not only within uh, the state of Illinois, but even outside the state of Illinois. Um, today, I'm here to represent the peer communities. Peer communities is a subset of, of YPN. It's an opportunity for individuals who have like, like jobs um, or like interests to be able to come together to network, share innovative ideas, to brainstorm together, to motivate each other. Um, it's a great opportunity for them to meet. Currently, right now, we have nine um, of these peer communities that exist within our chapters. And I, unlike Jessica, cannot remember nine things. Um, I, I can remember only six things. Um, but, here, but here are the different communities that today that exist. Um, so we have uh, health and wellness, aquatics, day camp, early childhood, overnight camp, membership, teens, before and after school, and youth sports. And so some of you out there might be thinking to yourself, well, I have a position, but I actually don't fall into one of those categories. So how can I get connected? And one way for you to get connected is the beauty of these communities is you can actually start a new community and you can do that easily. Contact your peer community leader, contact your chapter president and talk to them because I'm certain that there's probably a need out there. You're not alone. Um, another way to get involved and stay connected is to join one of these peer communities because sometimes we find um, that there is a subset that is born out of one that already exists. So for example, there's a membership peer community, um, but a lot of times those that do membership also do marketing as well. So there's an opportunity to create a marketing peer community that may be linked to that one. Um, just like just like ERGs, um, YPN is available to everybody. Peer communities are available to everyone. So whether you're part time, whether you're full time, um, you can go ahead and you can join. And I think it's important to mention, you know, like why even do peer communities? And I think one of the most important reasons to have peer communities is we had done a survey and we have found that 67 of YMCA leaders do not feel connected. They don't feel percent. They don't feel connected to a network. They don't feel connected um, necessarily to what's happening within their state or nationally. And this is a great way for folks to stay connected, but not only locally, you can be connected regionally, you can be connected nationally. Um, you know, and lastly, I'll just say, you know, it really is a ticket into expanding your horizons and being able to meet great colleagues like I've met here today. And representing Link is Lisa. Hi everyone, my name is Lisa Tallman. I am Senior Director of Knowledge Management here at YMCA of the USA, and I will be here nine years in March, the longest job I've ever had. <laughs> Thrilled to be here and uh, with the rest of the ladies on the panel today. Um, so I represent Link. Um, Link is our knowledge sharing and social networking platform. Think of it as your YMCA professional network, of like LinkedIn, just within our YMCA family, within our YMCA movement. And I, you know, what resonated with me is some of the things that both Jessica and Jill has said about realizing, hey, um, outside of, there is something outside of YMCA of Metro Chicago. And there are, I feel isolated sometimes. And where are other people that I can turn to and, and go to? And that's where Link um, can really step in, uh, in conjunction with all of these other opportunities. Um, with Link, you know, we have the ability to use technology to help connect us, especially in this in this 21st century. 
Um, when I was thinking about this panel earlier, it, it kind of, I thought for the first time, well, what does the word link actually mean? So I looked it up in the dictionary and there are two definitions that struck me. And one is link means a connected structure. And I think of our platform link is, is that ability, that structure to help connect all of these things. It helps you to personally connect with an ERG or with mm -hmm. a peer community or with YPN. It helps you to connect with other people who are doing your same job function or your role or the next role that you want to have. And it's really right there at your fingertips that you're able to do that with this platform. And the other definition that really struck me was that in like ancient Greece, link meant a torch to light a pathway or a street. And I think of that in terms of um, how we can all be lights for each other by connecting with each other and that our own light, our career paths here at the Y can be lit by what we share and how we're connected with each other in these various different ways. And you have the ability through Link to sort of do that in a way that's comfortable for you at your pace, at your time. It's available to you and anyone at your wine say, you know, whenever you need it to be. Um, and I think that's the, the great uh, opportunity. We have all of these different ways that you can connect and you can find the way to, that you can connect at this particular time and at this particular place. And Link is one of those things that's always available to you. And again, I'm Missy Hooper, Marketing Specialist for YMCA at the Greater Twin Cities. And I have been with the Y for 17 years. Um, and as I represent YPN. I've had various roles within YPN um, from a chapter board member all the way up now to a regional rep. And I, I think one thing that I always think about when I think about YPN is we spend so much time as Y professionals focusing on our members and our community members. And, and that's great. And that is what we are passionate about. But YPN is that place where we can focus on ourselves and our own careers. Um, it's a place to um, make connections and expand our networks. Um, I, I have asked board members across the country as well as members, like what is the most, the thing you value most about YPN? And it's definitely the connections, um, getting the chance to meet other colleagues outside of just your association or your independent branch. Um, and and uh, then again, across the, the country. Um, some of my greatest mentors are in different states, and so that is really the value of, of YPN. Um, also to get some opportunities to expand your skill set. Um, I think of when I started in YPN, I was a coordinator and and I walked into a room full of VPs and CEOs and and it didn't matter what our position was or what our title was. We were all YPN members and 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 so um, I've also had the opportunity to run a board and do different things that I wouldn't have got in my past that I didn't get in my past roles um, and certainly not in my current role. So I think that is definitely um, where I see value in life. So we're going to start with some questions. So the first one is how can getting connected to these groups help you grow in your career? So I'd love to take this question um, because just what you said in your introduction reminded me of one of the great advantages and I think one of the great advantages 
um, of being able to utilize YPN and or peer communities and or ERGs to expand your career is the networking piece. So you're networking with all of these groups, sometimes locally, sometimes regionally, sometimes nationally. So you get to see what other people are doing, which helps your current career and your current position. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes things get stale. Sometimes you don't have an answer. Sometimes you need to problem solve. And there's so many brilliant YMCA professionals out there. So to be able to connect with them and learn what they're doing can benefit you in your own current position. Um, in addition to that, it also gives you a peek under the curtain to see what other people are doing, mm -hmm. right? So you start to learn a little bit about what all these different positions do, and you learn about how all YMCA's do things just a little bit differently. Um, so that was definitely one thing. I think another thing you mentioned, Missy, that was really important, how it could expand your career is the experiential opportunities. So you mentioned you were a board member, and then you became a regional rep, and that's true within you know all of the functions that we have. You can belong to your local ERG, but you can also join the national board. Um, you can go to ERG events. You can be on a peer community, but you can also leave a peer community. Mm -hmm. You could be innovative enough to recognize that there's not a peer community for you, and you could develop your own peer community. So it gives you an opportunity to try things on for size that you might not necessarily have that opportunity in your current position, in your current role. So those are two ways I know that it's helped. I, I like that peek under the curtain because I also think of Link as being able to, to do that and help people to get a diversity of perspectives, of views from uh, people who are doing the same job as you, but also people who are doing different jobs. Um, I, I When I do Link training, I often say that when if you want to post a question, don't only think about the community that you're in who might be able to answer that question, but also other groups that might be able to answer that question, other job functions. So, you know, if you're thinking about retaining camp kids, right, that question can also be posed in the marketing community. That question can also be posed in the membership community. And it's people outside of, of your association and you can learn from them. You get a peek at what otherwise are doing in their YMCA's to help them accomplish things and face challenges. And so um, it, it really is a, a great place to to grow and learn from each other, whether it's in person or virtually, you have all these avenues to, um, as Missy said, think about you personally, not only get your job done, mm -hmm. right, but also to grow yourself for your next step uh, in your Y career. And I, I think one thing about all of these platforms too is that we're, we're all facing some of the same similar challenges. Yeah. And so, why create the wheel if someone already has done it in a really fantastic way? Um, and as far as YPN goes, I think one of my favorite stories um, when I was a chapter president was there was um, a youth teen and family program director that had come to me and said, Missy Michael is to be an executive director, but I've never run an annual campaign. Uh, so we I asked him to join the board. He was our EAF chair. We set a goal. He got a team of people together, ran his campaign, met his goal. Um, at the same time, we had a, a local conference. Uh, we were able to introduce him to our CEO. Uh, a couple months later, he applied for an executive director job and our CEO put in a good reference for him and he landed that job. And to me, that's that's Gave, we gave him that opportunity to not to get something that he couldn't, he wasn't getting in his job and expanded into his next job. Yeah, in terms of our ERGs, I think there's a few different facets. 
our ERGs represent communities that are typically underrepresented. But as we know in society as a whole, um, our society is has its changing demographics and it's continuously becoming more and more diverse from many different dimensions of diversity. And our ERGs represent a number of those facets of diversity. And so the ERGs are actually an opportunity for you to grow your own understanding and learn from the resources that they're able to provide to better serve your community, which makes you a better professional. It creates opportunities for you to build bridges in communities that maybe you don't necessarily represent, but you can learn more from these groups that are helping to provide those resources. And in addition to that, I would say um, our national ERGs also provide some really tactical ways of providing support. So for example, our LGBTQRN and our Women's Leadership Resource Network specifically provide mentoring programs um, that are for staff who identify as LGBTQ or identify as women. And these programs specifically match you with somebody from a different association than your own that maybe is in, in a role that maybe you're interested in and interested in exploring. And it creates this opportunity for you to have a mentor, just like Missy was talking about some of her mentors are from different places or from around the country. And so this is an opportunity for you to be able to connect. Um, our Hispanic Latino Leadership Networks offers a seven month virtual training program. Um, our uh, Merging Leaders Group highlights 30 staff under the age of 30, in which they saw a career promotion rate of something like 40% of the last group that was just um, highlighted. So there's plenty of different professional development opportunities to grow throughout that. Um, actually, Jill will be leading a webinar. <laughs> I'll do a little plug for Jill because she's a part of our Women's Leadership Resource Network. Um, that's a part of our allyship and action webinar where you're learning how to be a better ally to women. So there's lots of different resources that are coming up um, and that you can get involved in through our national ERGs. Yeah, I was going to, I really love all the work that ERGs are doing around allyship right mm -hmm. now and how we all, like for me per personally, mm -hmm. it's helped me think about the language I use, Absolutely. right? And how I can just show up, right? Mm -hmm. For others who, you know, other dimensions of diversity. And so, you know, when I think of, you know, my own personal career growth, whether it's the different generations I work with in the work in the workplace yeah. or, or again other dimensions of diversity I all that allyship has been really important to me as of late and it's been really helpful uh, and I just wanted to mention too we're going to continue to ask some questions um, to our panel but if you have questions along the way feel free to type them in the chat box and we'll answer your questions as we go as well so another question with all of these great resources, where do you think the best place to start is? <laughs> link. <laughs> <I say> link. <laughs> and, and my advice for you on link, I mean, one, it's it's where you're going to find information about all of this, right? You're going to find all yeah. the ARG information there. You're going to find out all, all the information about YPN and the peer communities. It's on link. You'll be able to find the people connected to all all of these things. Um, if you start with Blink. Um, and my advice is to just pick one community, right? Pick one place to start. I know it, it can seem overwhelming, all of the information and all the places you can go and the things that you can get connected to, but just start with one community. I have to say start with the, the community for your job now, but also for the community for your job tomorrow um, in the Y and just see what's happening in that community. Get to know the people. You'll see the moderators right on the, the landing page of the community. You can always reach out to them and learn more, whether that's about peer communities or YPN or ERGs. Um, you'll see all of that right 
um, you know, as soon as you look at a community homepage. And so that's what I say. Start there. One community, look at the news feed and then just start to participate when you feel comfortable. And that can be as simple as liking something, which um, I like to think of as helping us to build our knowledge sharing culture because it does take courage to say, I'm going to raise my hand and ask a question or I'm going to share something that we've done at my Y, like like something just to say yay. thank you. But it's a thank you, right? It's a thank you for being courageous, courageous enough to share and for taking the time and the effort to do so. And then when you share, because I know you will, <laughs> uh, people will like your stuff too. People will thank you for sharing your knowledge and your experiences as well. I think we are all probably going to say link is a <laughs> place to start. Um, but as far as YPN, I would say reach out to your chapter board or president as well. And if all else fails, you can email us at ypn at ymca.net. Yeah, I was going to say link <laughs> to join our National Employee Resource Group communities. Um, but as I shared, there's also local ERGs that are a part of um, different, actually 46 different associations across the country. And so if you're interested in, I would reach out to your local association leadership and see if you have local ERGs present um, and then attend an event. This is a great opportunity to get to know people, even just from other branches. I remember working at my very first branch um, back in 2009, and I didn't know there was anything outside of my like small little team. And I, and I was on an offsite. I was in a Y without walls, so I wasn't even in a facility, so I didn't even know what the gym looked like. And so I think it's important for us to recognize finding those communities, even locally, um, can help you connect to that larger network as well. Um, so I won't say link. Um, <laughs> She's thinking it. But I want to say, it. but I want to say link because link delights me. Um, but I think, and, and I think everyone sort of mentioned it, you know, get connected with link. Um, definitely reach out to your chapter leaders. Find out who your peer community leaders are. Um, and simply just show up and start participating. I think you've made the first step by joining us today, right? So this is the first step. Don't let this be the last step. Um, but continue to engage. You know, it can be active engagement. It could be passive engagement. You can sit around, you can listen, you can watch, you can be a part of it, but continue to stay connected. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. So um, what are some advantages of getting connected outside of someone's local branch or association? So um, I work at one of our largest associations across the country, and and when I started in uh, AYP back then, um, it, I didn't know anybody outside of our association, right? Like there's a lot of people to know being part of a large association, um, but that's all you knew. So being part of uh, AYP or YPN, you are able to reach out to someone even even in your state that has the same issue but isn't in your in your association um, or for a small branch just that opportunity to know that other people have the same issues or problems or challenges and um, a way to fix those and and i know i'm going to talk about yes. like connection in the virtual world i know that we are a face-to-face -face organization i appreciate face-to-face -face very much but you can really connect with other people even virtually um, and i think of glenn king he's in ohio he does financial development in ohio i had never met him and i only know glenn from link 
that's that is my connection to Glenn. Um, but you know, like, the, the, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, and he's awesome. He is so super awesome. Um, but you know, when Link came out, he was you know just like I'm gonna use this platform, right? I am gonna really you know make this something that I not only personally use and get something out of, but also help others to use. And, you know, he messages me, you know, he's he's picked up the phone and called me a couple times. And it's all because like my info's and link, he can do that. But like, he's just someone that I now follow on link. And it's just because of his engagement with it. And I feel like I know him. Like, I feel like I know Glenn, even though <laughs> I have never ever met him. You look <laughs> him up, Glenn King, he has like this, pumpkin uh, <laughs> avatar of his grandson uh, for his picture on his profile. And I know it's his grandson, right? Like, right. I know, right? Because Glenn ha and I have had this connection right now that we've been able to, to make in this virtual world. So um, it face-to-face -face is awesome, but we are a geographically dispersed organization. We can't always be at conferences and events. And this is a way to widen your network Right, that it's not the same one or two people that you always have called or emailed, that you do have this vast movement out there that is available to you um, in various different ways from local to regional and to national. And you mentioned, um, you mentioned about the connectivity. One personal advantage for me has been it's expanded my own personal portfolio. Mm. And I think I mentioned in my introduction, you know, working very much like uh, with Missy with like a big organization and there's a lot of resources within it. Um, however, being part of YPN, uh, one of the significant aspects of it is it connected me to people I may not have otherwise been connected to. So I met CEOs in the state of Illinois and got connected to advocacy work and ran State Advocacy Day and became, you know, the, the president of the, the State Alliance, you know, at one point in time. Um, it also helped connect me to the ongoings of what was happening in ERGs. And so it piqued my interest there. I mean, the reason I know the ladies on this panel is because of YPN and because of ERGs. Like otherwise, I may have not intersected with any of you. Um, I think a professional um, advantage of getting involved as well is that, you know, as as a leader, you know, it's my responsibility to ensure that I continue to shepherd, you know, my staff to different mm -hmm. opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when they come to me and they have a problem and they're exhausted with all the solutions, I could say, like, well, did you check link? Yeah. yeah. Did you try there? Um, also, you know, professionally, you know, we have a local ERG and, you know, our leader had come to us and said, like, we need to we need to host a woman's panel. Do you know anybody in the state? And it's like, I do. I do know some people in the state, you know, Linda Gonzalez and Christy Philby, and like, let me get those ladies on. So I do think that the connectivity, you know, just continues to intersect in your world. And so that has been the greatest advantage for me. I'll also share specifically from um, a diverse staff perspective. Oftentimes when we talk within our ERGs and even talk to our members, we understand that this is an underserved population and even within the Y context sometimes it can feel kind of lonely as either a staff of color or a staff who identifies as LGBTQ um, even women emerging leaders might not necessarily have people that look like them that are a part of their staff in the everyday and by being connected outside of your branch and association you get that opportunity to connect with those staff you get a chance to hear from other leaders who look like you um, that are really leading the charge within our organization. I share that my very first mentor within the Y was the first leader I'd ever seen. 
um, that looked like me and that was in a VP role or higher. And she inspired me to want to continue my career because I could see myself specifically in, in the different roles. And I think about this new concept. Um, there's a new concept that's been going around on social media and different articles and such um, around like self-care. And so self-care is really talking about maybe like uh, doing what you need to do to make sure that your cup is full. Mm -hmm. However, this particular question reminds me of this new concept that's called community care. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, YPN, our peer communities, but also ERGs um, can really speak to that. And so community care is talking about the fact that um, sometimes when we're struggling or we're going through different pieces in our world, whether that be personal, professional, different areas, sometimes we don't need a bath or we don't need to like get a pedicure or we don't need to get a massage or um, I take a nap. Sometimes we might. Sometimes we might. This idea of community care is sometimes we need people to come up yeah. alongside of us mm -hmm. and lift us up and remind us about all of the incredible work that we're doing in that. And I think these communities, these networks that you can create within the Y help to build that community that we so desperately need. I've totally seen that at different conferences and things that we've been at where people come in and they're exhausted and, and they're mm -hmm. feeling stressed about what's happening in their work life or their personal life, both together. Um, and they come to one of these conferences and for two days, this is what they focus on and, and meeting new people and they leave being energized and inspired all over again, which I think is just incredibly valuable. So we talked, um, we're going to answer a uh, participant's question. So we talked a lot about balance and harmony today. So the question is, how do you do your daily job and volunteer or participate in these groups? That's a good question. Um, I was looking, listening to the speaker this morning, and I think one of the, the pieces that she mentioned is how difficult it is to have this sort of like idealistic work-life balance. Like, I'm not really necessarily certain that exists, but what does exist is intersectionality, mm -hmm. right? It's it's where your work and your life become one. And so, um, and, you know, an example for me is, you know, like last night, like I worked a late night. We had a really great women's um, leadership panel at Metro Chicago with CEOs and COs outside of um, Chicago. And um, I got home late and I tucked my daughter into bed. And, and one of the things that she asked me is like, oh, like, why are you so late? Mm -hmm. And I was able to talk to her about like, well, I had a women's panel. Well, what was it about? And like, we had this really great conversation, yeah. you know, my seven-year-old daughter and I about women and, yeah. and how we show up in the workplace. And so I do think that a lot of it um, is, is the intersectionality and how you bring it into, you know, into your homes. Um, but for me personally, it doesn't necessarily feel like work. It feels like a support system, you know, so yeah. I don't feel like, yeah. like it's something extra. It's something that gives me energy. It's something that helps me thrive. Um, it helps me remember why I'm here and what's important, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, I can look at yeah. lots of budgets and manage staff, but I can do lots of things, but, but why am I really here? And I'm really here to make a difference. I'm really here to do something much bigger. Yeah. Um, than just my job title. And I, the, hearing you, Jill, just makes me think of passion, right? When we're volunteering, when we're giving time to mm -hmm. other things, it's it's a lot because we're passionate about it. And when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I definitely think that as, as much as we give, right, we're getting mm -hmm. to as well. So it, it is not, it is not all just about how much time and effort we're expending, but also everything we're getting back when we do do that. 
and and when you're passionate about it, I, I think things you make you prioritize the things that are important to you in your life and they intersect yeah. with with your life and your lifestyle and they, it all sort of comes together. You and you do need to say no, like you yes. you do need to have to learn to say no. But I think if you follow the things that you're passionate about, you prioritize, you find those intersections, it can it all sort of works together. Mm -hmm. I think I think there's been times that like within my career where there was a lot of challenges and it was stressful and 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 am I in the right place and and does this make sense still and but YPN is that place that has continued to bring me back mm -hmm. you have we've made those connections with all of these people um, and and I don't want that to end so that's a great inspiration and inspires me to you know I'll do that I'll set I have my my time to do what I need to do to focus on my job, but knowing that I'm going to be inspired by the work I'm really going to do in a, in a little while um, gives me a little extra push. Yeah, and I would say I think it's important to realize that it's okay for you to come to these groups and just participate sometimes. Because mm -hmm. I think oftentimes when we're having this conversation, it feels like if I get involved, I have to take a leadership opportunity and I need right. to do this part and like right. do all of these different pieces. Yeah. But it's okay to really join and be like, hey, I'm here to just kind of learn yeah. and participate yeah. and take that time specifically for yes. you. Um, I think at some point, like moving into that leadership role when you have more time and energy, mm -hmm. you're able to like really give it and making sure it's a passion point like Lisa was sharing. Um, I think that's really important. Um, because re reality is, is we want you all to be fantastic at your day-to-day -day job. <laughs> like we want you to be fantastic. And the reason we're providing these additional pieces for you to grow within your um, Y career is because we want you to stay. <laughs> and so, and we'll get you to stay by helping um, provide le leadership opportunities that can help you grow, but it's okay for you to just kind of soak yeah. in. Yeah, um, and absolutely. so sometimes I think at the Y we feel like we have to take that leadership role, but sometimes it's, it's all right to take a back seat and just kind of learn. That's so true. And there's times when you can and take that back seat and then you can go jump forward in. and yeah. jump in and then you can take that back seat again. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. Well, and there's also an opportunity to tap somebody on the shoulder that you know has the has the tenacity and the opportunity and who is eager and searching for something bigger and say like, why don't you take the lead this time? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be us to take yep. lead, but you can help shepherd and have that opportunity for somebody else. Sometimes they might have not even been thinking that they yeah. can do that. Right. So what can you do if your chapter does not have a peer community in your specific area? Well, I have lots of ideas. Um, <laughs> but you could join Link. Yes. Right? So you could always, always connect yep. with Link. Link will get you connected. Um, if you don't have a local opportunity, there's a regional opportunity, there's a national opportunity. Um, you can join another peer community and see perhaps maybe there's some connectivity there. There might be some best practices that might be similar. Um, you could create a peer community. So that's another opportunity. So, you know, I would say reach out to your chapter leader, reach out to your, your peer community leader, um, sit down and have a conversation, have one of those exploratory conversations about what is it that you're searching for within the peer community you wanted to join. And I'm going to piggyback on Jill, like, because I'm always about the how too, right? It's easy to say go to link mm -hmm. too, but sometimes I know you need some more information. So like, you can post a question. I I am in this region, right? I live in this state. I, Is anyone here that wants to, you know, uh, join in and people will, you know, can respond to you that way. You can use the directory to find people in your area and reach out to them. 
to see they, if they want to connect with with a peer community. Um, so I, I would say, you know, put it out there on link. You, the moderators of the community will sort of help you and, and connect some dots for you as well. The chapter presidents are in the YPN uh, community online. They'll respond. So um, put it out there on link uh, and and we'll help you. We'll make sure that you we get you the resources that you need because there's a toolkit too, right? About starting there, chapters. There's, there's, there's a toolkit. There's a starter guide. <laughs> right. There's there a is. starter guide, right? There's a starter guide. There's a peer community starter guide. Yeah. Um, it's a very you know robust guide um, yeah. from soup to nuts. It tells you how to start and how to finish. And so that's also another great opportunity. Yeah. Check out all the resources that are on. Thank <laughs> So what is the difference between my association ERG and the national ERGs? Yeah, so um, many associations, so we have 46, um, unless y'all didn't tell me, so there might be more out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, associations that host a variety of different ERGs. So there's over local ERGs, which are, there's over um, 200 that are different areas. Um, so our national ERGs, we have our six. Those are sponsored from YMCA of the USA, and they each have uh, a steering committee that's 18 volunteers from across the Y movement that specifically um, lead our national efforts. And so that's leading our women's mentoring program, that's leading our 30 under 30 um, selection process, it's providing resources nationally to the entire movement. And you can connect with those virtually um, by participating in webinars, by joining our communities on link, by joining that conversation. And those are more virtual opportunities. They're also very present at a number of our national conferences. So you can connect with those steering committee members or even in your different YPN chapters, a number of them are part of their YPN system. Our local ERGs are really sponsored by the local association. So really that association has looked at their demographics both in their community and in their staff and seen where um, additional support is needed. And so not every association has all six of the ERGs. They kind of choose based off of what um, is needed in their particular community and in their staff teams. And then those groups create volunteers locally who then decide what specific um, programs and offerings they're going to offer. So uh, Jill gave an example of leading a women's leadership um, uh, panel that happened yesterday here in Chicago, um, but there's different opportunities around um, the nation. So local LGBTQRN chapters, for example, help to lead their um, Y Association's participation in Pride or African American Resource Network um, in Seattle, I know, led a completely African American women's wellness night where the Y shut down and it was just a wellness evening specifically for African-American uh, women in the community and so they're able to open that space. So there's lots of different things that um, could get involved. They also provide, they may have like partner with their local YPN chapter to provide professional development opportunities, um, book clubs, all kinds of different things. And so um, I would say there's always an opportunity to start a local ERG. Um, if you're interested, we have a toolkit on link, <laughs> but you can also reach out um, to ERG at YMCA.net and we're happy to schedule some time and really support you. So we have a question. How do I get involved in my YPN chapter? Rock, paper, scissors it. I mean, <laughs> I think Missy and I can both answer this question. Um, so maybe we'll tag team. So um, there's a lot of different ways to get involved. One is just to come to one of the events. So um, through each chapter um, has local events. Um, nationally, you know, we have events. Regionally, we have events. Um, you can find out about all these events on the link. 
Um, in addition to that, um, you know, you can go on LCDC. You can find out who the chapter board is for each of your chapters and, you know, send them an email, connect with them on link um, and try to find out a little bit more about what's going on at your local chapter. All local chapters are different and so on the continuum, they're all in different places. Some need board members, some need peer community leads, um, some are creating task forces. So there's a lot of different ways to get involved. And I would say if you want to be involved, your chapter board will get you involved. They will not <laughs> say no to your help. Um, so reach out to them. And yet yeah, whether um, we've had uh, board members too that or people that wanted didn't quite want to be a board member, but they still wanted to be involved. So we got them involved in helping us um, uh, start and run our one of our conferences or they became kind of our communications person. So there's ways to be involved at a small level or in a, in a large level. So and your YPN chapter and region is in your link profile yeah. and there's a list of all of the chapter presidents on link in a document so you can easily find who you, what chapter and region you belong to and <laughs> who you, who your president you're connected with. So our last question is how is getting connected helped you in your. You know, I'm going to I'm going to say that it's actually I think I started by saying this is the longest job I've ever had and and I and part of it is because of the people that I've connected with, right? It's it's people that have, be, you know, my staff who I care greatly about. It is people that I work with every day. I have met Y staff from all over the country and I see their passion and I see how much they believe in this work and how we are um, doing such great work in our communities. And it really has helped me to, to find my place and my role in wanting to help push all of that forward. Um, and so just, just kind of knowing that we're all really trying to go to these, the same goals and that and these connections and meeting people and and staying connected with them has really helped me continue frankly to be here mm -hmm. to continue to stay with the YMCA. Yeah, I think earlier I shared um, that my involvement after my first national experience at a um, national Emily and then being involved in my local ERG. That's what kept me at the Y. Um, it was my support system that be able to connect me, but then also this further national um, connection point. So I look forward every year to attending yeah. the National Emily Conference because it feels like a big family reunion. Um, I get big hugs. It's people I haven't seen in over a year, but I think that's something that's unique to the Y. Um, I will say I don't think I've ever gotten a job where I didn't like know somehow yeah. and was somehow connected. Um, and the reason I had those connections, even like locally within an association all the way to my current role um, nationally was because I took the time to meet people and network and get involved in these different groups and different opportunities. And so I would say if you're considering a career in the Y, networking is a key part um, specifically of being able to move and really um, gaining your trajectory on what that might look like. Um, for me also, it's always been about the people. Um, but aside from the people, it's also been the opportunity to to expand my portfolio and try things on for size that sometimes I was ready for and sometimes I was not ready for. <laughs> and um, those experiential opportunities have really um, provided a lot of growth. It's made me braver. It's made me more courageous. Um, it's made me take leaps of faith. 
Um, but at the end of the day, um, outside of growing my portfolio, it has been about the people. It's the pulse on trying to remind myself every day about why I'm here. And so things like being connected to YPN and being able to not only help myself as a professional, but help others um, along you know, this miraculous and great journey. Um, and it's connecting with really great women in the ERGs and being an ally to the other ERGs. It's, it's just a constant pulse and a reminder about why we're here. I would echo everything you guys said. And, and um, I used to share a video that Kevin Washington would talk about uh, back when it was AYP. And he said, I never thought I would be here for 30 mm -hmm. plus years. And, and, and he encouraged everybody to get involved. And so hearing that from the top on down, like that was, it's just a, another reason of, of that everybody is in this together and that network is very large. So thank you panel. Um, these are all very dedicated, passionate Y professionals who truly are providing opportunities for all of you uh, across the country. So I encourage each of you to get involved and utilize the resources we just shared um, and that are available to you. So the theme today was connect, learn and lead. And we hope you all had the opportunity to do just that. So don't let this experience stop here. Choose one or two learnings from this experience and create an action plan. Join a peer community group, select your area of interest on LINK, and consider being a YPN Prime member.